Hello there, and you're welcome to another episode of Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football Premier League Podcast. Join me, the host, along with Eamon and Hector. We're taking a look to see what managers need to consider when they're putting a team together for the Fantasy Football League 2021-2022. Gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back again. So it is. It is very nice to be back here. Hector, did you get away at all now? I I did, yes, I did. I was down in uh, Sligo. I was in a place called Valley Castle. There was a big rock out in the, in the uh, sea. Um, I went to have... Oh, yes, yes, I know that. that down, down Patrick Head, that's probably what you're talking about. And you said you were in Innescrone as well, in Sligo. You must have had good weather. Yes, it was very good weather, I have to say. Very impressed, uh, very nice Nice beach, nice water, very good. Yes, yes. Top marks. I give shout out to Innescrone and to Barry Castle. <laughs> Seriously, he's starting this already. The show has just started and he's giving a shout out. Well, now, Eamon, he enjoyed himself. What else can we say and do? Can we get on with the show? Fair enough. Okay. Well, first things first, listeners, you're very welcome to joining us here. And don't forget that the Arkham Avengers Fantasy Football League is opened. As I said in our last show, we actually have seven teams in place. And I've been informed another manager is putting a team together and is hoping to join us. Um, And that usually will mean at the moment we'll have four brand new managers. Like that's double what we had last season. I think this is really good. And it's going to make it really, really exciting. And listeners, if you're interested in putting a team together, and you'd like to join the league, and maybe Eamon, myself, and Hector can comment on how well you're doing, how your team is performing, please feel free to drop us an email at arkhamavengersffpl at gmail.com. The email address will be in the show notes as well. Now, what are we talking about this week? Uh, I'd like to talk about game week transfers if possible. Okay, I think that each week, of course, a manager is going to have one free game week transfer. Which means he can take a player out and put another player in. It won't cost him anything. But there are a couple of things we need to consider if you're going down the route of making that transfer. And I think one of the first things a manager needs to consider is do they need to use the game week transfer or not? And I think many managers will think long and hard when they're looking at their team before a game week starts and are considering, hmm, will I take a player out? Do I need to bring a player in? Um, probably as well, I suppose, you need to think about what what damage a transfer can do to your team. Well, what do you mean about this now, Eamon? Damage. You okay there, Hector? Yes, sorry, yes, yes. It just made me, my pad fell off the table. Okay. Anyway, Eamon, so you were on about the damage. What is what do you mean about damage? Well, I suppose if you're using your game week um, to bring in a guy or bring out a guy, chances are there's a possibility the guy you're bringing in might not be that good, and it might upset the momentum of your team because a player might have an off week for a week or two, but that doesn't mean he's finished for a full season, and that's what you have to look at the big picture, the full season. All right, okay. Now you said. A manager should wonder about whether they would use the game week transfer or not. What, what would be the particular reason that you wouldn't do it? I think if you have a good bench, uh, say you have a guy who maybe has picked up 
it'd be uh, an injury or maybe he's not playing maybe he's playing for his home country an international or something like that so he's not available but if you have a good bench and this is the important thing that I have has said before a good bench you could just transfer him onto the bench and bring another guy in to replace him and therefore you're not going to be using your game week transfer you'll be able to carry that over okay how long can you carry these transfers over uh, usually you just carry them for two weeks so if you don't use it the first week then you need to use it the second week so you'll have two transfers there some people will do that especially um if you have finances financial issues that the finances aren't there to transfer players okay hold on now we, we, where does the finances come into this i thought you were talking about transfers they're linked both of them to a certain degree and then if you're transferring out a guy and you have your eye on another player, you think, I'm going to have him. Can you afford him? All right, okay. Oh, I get you, yes. So you couldn't transfer out a player who is 5 million. And you couldn't bring in a guy who's 6 million unless you had the extra million. That's it, exactly. Hmm. Hector, what do you make of this transfer business? Well, uh, you know, I think sometimes you have to do transfer if... If your team are not performing, and sometimes you have to go and look at a team and say, look at the big picture. If you pick your team, like when you have your, your team to start off, for the first game week, you're hoping that this team are going to perform for you. Now, if you bring in players, and maybe they are not playing as good as what you had hoped or expected, you say you give them maybe two, three game weeks, and they're not performing, or maybe maybe they're not even playing, then you have to go and get rid of them and change your team around. And that's it. You have to go and, and get rid of them. Maybe you have to get rid of one guy one week, another guy another week. Um, and then, well, I know him and he say, sometimes, you know, if you have money, but sometimes you have to walk around that. Say you have no money in bank. You have one guy worth five million Maybe you get another player for 4.5 million. He's playing better than the guy. And then you wouldn't get him in there. Okay. Uh, would you advocate, lads, about uh, losing points? No, I wouldn't advocate it in the big picture. Yes, there are times that you will have to do, or you may have to drop points. Now, it's four points. If you don't have a transfer and you're taking a guy out, but you said you get a transfer every week. Well, no, what I'm saying is you have... Your game week transfer, you've used it, you need a transfer out of somebody else. That second transfer is going to cost you the minus four points. And those four points, they add up. Um, some guys go a bit over the top. The spoofer is one of those guys. I think he had something like nearly 50 transfers in, a year, in this season. That's quite a lot. Um, generally, I think you're probably going to be in around the 23 to 26 transfers in a season and i think you need to keep it at that you need to keep those four points down to a minimum because like all those four points they start to add up little by little okay right now you mentioned there if you didn't have enough money oh sorry Hector, you wanted to come in there yes i did i think that there are time you know you if you are going for top spot sometimes you have to gamble you have to say i will go and i will transfer two three players out and i will lose maybe four maybe eight points sometimes maybe players managers will say 
and you need to change play around more, they lose 12 points. Sometimes you take that gamut. No, no, I don't believe in that. No, that that's nonsensical talk, that Hector. No, I don't think managers should be taking that sort of gamble. But they, sometimes they have to aim. No, no, they don't have to do that. What they do is they pace themselves and they say, I'll do a transfer this week. If I have to lose four points, I lose four points. I think it's a bit audacious to go down the road of losing 12 points in one game week. That's a, that's a real atomic bomb pressing a button job sort of thing. I don't think so. I think sometimes you do that and you bring a good player in, you make points up. You've got a point there, Amy. No, he hasn't got a point. Look, Hector, in all fairness to you, what do you know about football? I can write down on the back of a, a, a box of matches so I can... Hey, I, I know something about football. No, no. You're talking about a manager who's desperate. That's what you're in, that, that position, where he's decided that he wants to lose 12 points. That's lunacy. It's madness. I've seen it, though. I did see it last season. And in fairness, it didn't work out for some guys. But I think it worked out for some managers, though, in other cases, did it not? It doesn't work out most of the time. I'm not an advocate of it. I think you need to pick your best team first of all. Pick the best possible team you can. Starting off for game week one, take it from there. And don't panic. I, I didn't see anything about it. Now, you, you advocate that a guy will go in there and say, Ah, this guy's not playing. I don't like to look at that guy. I'm not sure about this guy. All out. And you, it's, it's as if you're taking a sweeping brush to the team and you want half them out and you're going to lose a lot of points. And it's hard to make up those points, Hector. Hector? Well, I think if yeah, I had a chance to talk, you know, I would have said, I, I agree, Eamon. You know, I think that, um, you know, sometimes, yeah, you have to see. But there are times there that you can transfer guys out and you can take a hit. But the guy you bring in, they make it. But you don't know if the guy you're bringing in is going to do it. That's the gamble. And that, that gamble doesn't work. Well, sometimes it might work. Sometimes it might work. But I wouldn't want to be doing it too much. And if, 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 if I have a listener here who's putting a team together, they don't want to be hearing that sort of thing from you. Why, why not? Why they don't hear that from me? I just speak that, that sometimes that will happen. We often see it there. Managers sometimes will lose four or eight points. Here, you lose an extra four points at 12 points. Oh, yeah. Where does it stop, though, Hector? Do you suddenly then say, well, look, I might lose 16 points. I might take a punt and I gamble. No, 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 no. I don't, I don't agree with that. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Finances. What happens with it? Well, look, we all know you've got one, a budget of 100 million. Um, the question is, should you keep some money in the bank or should you spend the full 100 million on your team when you're starting off? And Eamon, what's the consensus on this? I think that you should always keep some money in the bank because if you're doing a transfer out, and let's say, for example, you have a player who's worth 6 million. Maybe he's picked up an injury. Maybe he's suspended. And you have your, you know, you identify a replacement for him. And maybe he is, you know, seven million, seven and a half million. If you've got that one and a half million sitting in the bank, it allows you the opportunity to buy that player. However, if you decided to use all of your hundred million, you're then restricted by what you can do. If you transfer transfer the guy out for six million, that's all you're gonna have to spend, unless you want to sacrifice some other players. Maybe you've got a expensive player and you're thinking okay 
I'm going to have to get rid of him in order to get cash in. At that point then, you're in the business of possibly if you only have the one free transfer, you're going to lose four points and you're an expensive player. So I, I think you should have money in the bank. I, I think if we recall when I was naming my team, I think I had one million, one million excuse me, left in the bank. Mm. Hector? Yes, well, you know, I think that uh, I understand what Eamon is saying. I think sometimes, though, you know, over the course of this, over the season, things will work their way out really well. If you, uh, now I, I, I do agree, I think you should keep something in the bank. I don't think you should be completely spend 100 million. No, you have nothing. Then again, sometimes if you spend the 100 million, maybe you bought some big players. And perhaps maybe, you know, they might go up in value. They can also go down sometimes the cost value. But if you have one or two expensive players and suddenly you think, you know, we're maybe 10 game weeks in, they're not doing as good as maybe they were expected to do. But you see some other players who are cheaper, then, you know, you could transfer them out and make a bit, and then you have money in the bank, possibly. Also, you're, let me get this right. So you're saying you could spend the 100 million, you have a couple of big heavy hitters. 10 12 million and after forking out that money they might not be doing what you really want them to be doing as in getting points yes that's right and then you decide i'm gonna sell these guys maybe i've spotted somebody who's you know maybe eight million and he's doing the business and you're gonna swoop in and buy him and then you have four million left over that's it that would be my approach I don't know if that would be... I don't know if I agree with that. I do see, Hector, where you're coming from. But I'm not sure if it's what I'd do. Well, Damon, you know, that is what managers do. Managers manage. You manage your team. I manage my team. They manage their team. Everybody manages team differently. I know that. Yeah, you don't have to tell me that. Okay, okay. Now, lads, have we any players that we'd want to watch out for? Say you're putting a team together. Your listeners at home. They're thinking, is there any player maybe who's outside the box maybe new to the league this season or maybe somebody who's what worth an investment in Eamon I'll go to you first on this one uh okay yeah all right um, th- there is a guy Brian Mamamo from Brentford he's worth five uh, 5.5 million he's a midfielder and I particularly like this guy because he does like to attack and he also can take on the role of a striker. I really feel this guy is potentially a goal threat. And he, for that sort of money, I don't think... I think he'd be a guy I'd be looking to have on a bench. Okay. Anybody else? Nicholas Pepe from Arsenal, actually. He's seven and a half million. He's a winger. He scores goals. But he also provides assists. And as I said, those assists, those points all add up. Okay, and anybody else? Uh, Danny Yings from Southampton. Now, he's he's worth 8 million. He is a forward. Now, unfortunately, he was limited last season um, due, to, due to injury. But when he was playing, he was a real threat with scoring goals. And he also get, was getting a couple of assists. Now, if this guy can remain injury-free, I think he would be a real bargain. And I also think he would be well up there with some of the other strikers. Heavy hitters. Mm. Hector, have you anybody? Have you three players perhaps maybe that you'd say they're worth a look at? Uh, yeah, I, I have. 
one guy, Callum Wilson from Newcastle, he worth seven point five million. He's a he's a forward, so he is he, he a striker. Now he uh, he missed some matches last season, but however, when what why I think was really good when he was playing, he was impressive. He was very good, and I think for seven and a half million. He's worth he's worth the investment. He's worth a look. The next guy then I would have is Timothy Castigan. He's a player for Leicester. He's worth five point five million, and he's a defender. He also be like a wing back. Um, what I like about this guy is he gets involved in scoring goals. And last season was his debut season. Now of course he picked up a little injury, and he was limited with playtime. But I think he's going to make a real good impact. In this this season, okay. And anybody didn't finish that off. Um, Ismail Sar for Watford, he's six million, and he's a midfielder, he a winger, midfielder. Um, I think what interests me here about this guy is the fixtures that Watford have. Um, their first seven game weeks, they're not too bad at all. I think they played two the two out of the top ten. Um, he is a scorer and the change of formation of the Ibrahim in a new manager Watford and they changed the formation halfway through their champion uh, their campaign last year and when they done that this guy exploded he, he played really well and I think if they stick with that formation this guy he's going to be a real threat okay so, you, so you've but you've two guys there that were injured if they pick up an injury then they're not really going to do anything well that's right but any player can pick up injury. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah, there's no argument that. All right, okay. All right. Right, gentlemen. I think that's about it for a moment. Thank you once again for joining me. I hope that you have, uh, you know, a good couple of days here. And we're on the countdown. Won't be long until game week one is starting. Yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Mm, okay Hector thank you as well for coming in thank you it's nice to be here nice to get an opportunity to talk I give a big shout out to everybody uh, you know around Dublin and people in Galway as well I give a big shout out oh I also give a shout out to people in Jacksonville in America and in Florida and also to California I big thumbs up to the Californians and stuff like that and to our listeners in France I love you. And to German, I love you. Come on, give it a rest, William. This is going on and on. You can be reading news bulletins next for these countries. Yeah, I just say hello. That's it. Ciao. All right, okay. We'll leave it with that there. I think Hector has the final word, Eamon. Now, listeners, thank you once again for joining us. You'll be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends, tell your family, listen to us anytime, any place, anywhere. And we'll be back soon. Mind yourselves and take care.